All right, so now we are going to have the debate on who is the greatest pitcher of all time. You heard my argument last episode. I made for Walter Johnson. Leva's going to have five minutes to give his argument. TD's going to have five minutes to give his argument. And then we're going to debate for five minutes. So, Leva, the floor is yours. All right, thank you very much. So, um, you know, piggybacking off of uh, Xavier's argument for Walter Johnson, who is actually who I would have picked as well, but uh, I decided to go a little different tack here, and I debated between two more modern pitchers. So the two guys that I've been choosing, you know, the two guys I'm choosing between are Greg Maddox and Nolan Ryan. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, Greg Maddox, Nolan Ryan. I mean, come on, really? But you know, these guys do show me, you know, show some statistics in terms of things that I personally like to see in pitchers. You know, one thing, innings pitched. You know, so if you look at Greg Maddox, Greg Maddox pitched over 5,000 innings in his career. You know, Nolan Ryan pitched over 5,300 innings in his career. You know, so one of the things that I put a lot of value on is the guy actually being out on the mound. Consistency being out on the mound. It's one of the reasons why I always loved Mike Mussina when he was a Yankee. And as I dug more and more into the numbers, you know, Maddox and Nolan Ryan kind of stood out of the pack for me. One of the reasons being is that they pitched during an era that was very much in favor of the hitter. And they still were pretty dominant. And as I dug in a little bit more, you know, looking into, you know, I'm going to start with Maddox. I mean, Maddox is basically, for a lot of his career, he's like the model of consistency. So, I mean, you look at this guy, he won 355 games in his career, eighth all time. 355 games in basically the steroid era. And not to mention, this guy did it with like a 91 mile an hour fastball, which to me makes it all the more impressive. Now, you look at some of these things, all right? Not four times he led the league in ERA. But not only the NL, but also the AL as well. From 1988 to 2004, the guy won 15 or more games. 1988 to 2004. 1987 to 2006. Yeah. Except for 2002, and he only pitched 199. All right, so one of the re and, and not to mention the fact, um, what was he? Four time Cy Young, 18 time Gold Glove winner, eight time All Star. You know, to me, I mean, you know, Greg Maddox doesn't have the most impressive numbers in any one specific category, but to me, his cumulative across the board is quite impressive. So he was the guy. In the the Lever, that's, you know, I like it. I like it. I didn't even have Maddox, but I like it. You know what? It, it's the fact that like nothing of him like screams off the page. Like I was thinking, you know, I was tickled with Nolan Ryan because of his strikeout numbers, because of his wins, you know, but then I looked at, you know, Nolan Ryan, his winning percentage was atrocious, you know, whereas Maddox, had, you, know, you know, Maddox had a 6'10 winning percentage, which is pretty good. 316 career ERA. 
And, you know, Maddox's postseason record, while the wins and losses aren't as good, his ERA is still roughly the same. All right, and you guys, know what I'll give to you. You know what? I'm going right, to right. sorry guys, I'm going to have to jump in here leave it because I'm going to have to just debunk Ryan and Maddox is the greatest ever. No one's saying they're not great pitchers. But Nolan right. Ryan never won a Cy Young. All-time never. leader in strikeouts but also all-time leader in walks and his career win per, yes, he won 324 games. He also lost 292 games. Great pitcher, fastball, yeah, no hitters. Point is, Leva, no way he's the greatest ever. And Greg Maddox, regular season, no question about it. Those four straight Cy Youngs, his two-seam fastball that comes in, arguably the greatest pitch of all time. But those Braves teams underachieved with just that one World Series, and he's 11-14 and 14 in the postseason. You're not going to give him 3.27 ERA for the greatest pitcher of all time. Let's just eliminate him. In my opinion, get to your Walter Johnson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, Walter you know, Johnson was the guy I originally picked. Yeah. Walter Johnson was the guy I originally picked, but just to be a little bit different here, I decided to take a different tack and stick with the guy in the modern era. Why did you pick Walter Johnson? Well, I mean, you look at his numbers. His numbers are, are stupid compared to everybody else. I mean, in terms of complete, you know, complete games. I mean, everything. Walter Johnson, Johnson was an animal. He was a Johnson is my number two. Walter Johnson is my number two. All right, TD. So Leva and I both have Walter if Johnson. I did not, Sorry. What's that? Go on, Leva. What were you going to say? I said, X, if I didn't pick your thing, like when you, when you initially called and said, pick the greatest pitcher of all time, I was picking Walter, like Walter Johnson was the guy. I just need to dig into his stats and make an argument. It's the first guy that came to my head. Yep. So, I mean, we're in agreement. TD, do you agree with us? Walter Johnson, number one? No, I don't. I do like, I do like the one category Brad brought up that I didn't even factor in. And that's just the model of consistency. I didn't even right. think that. Because... Uh, you know, when you're thinking of the greatest of all time, you're looking at like certain stats that dominate. And that's how I base right. my whole argument. But you saying Maddox had none of them, that's all, that, that reminds me of the Dynasty Yankees. They didn't have any all-stars. Yet, they, were they just did good nothing players. but win. They did nothing but win. They had no weaknesses. And I never factored that in. And the, the real bottom line about Maddox is, you know, when I think of the greatest of all time, I think, imagine they cloned the guy. And then we could draft him at age 19 tomorrow. And you know, with, that's, that's how I figure. You know, with Maddox, you're going to get, I didn't look at his numbers, but you're going to get, I don't know, 12 years of absolute consistent excellence. Dude, you're going to get like 15, 16 years of like 25 plus starts every year. You're going to get 200 yeah. plus in it every year. Yes, yeah, I didn't factor that in. You're going to get, you're going to get. You're going to get consistent, you know, good ERA every year. You're going to get – guys, remember what I always loved about Mike Cena? He was out there every five days. He pitched every day he gave him the ball. But, Leva, your main choice, though, if you had to go with one, your, your instinct is Walter Johnson. It was as soon as you guys asked me the question, it was Walter Johnson. All right, so here's my – shall I give my go, report? Go, let's hear it, TD. All right, so my debate was between Walter Johnson – but I think the, the number one greatest pitcher of all time 
I got to go with the big unit, Randy Johnson. I love it. I love it. I I have to go with him. I love it. So now you, Levi, you brought up a, a new angle on the greatest of all time with consistency. When it came to me to think what is the greatest of all time, I came up with three main things that you think of the greatest. One, they have to be dominant, just dominant. That's one thing I looked at. A second one was longevity. Because, you know, look at Don Mattingly. He didn't make the Hall of Fame. He was dominant. He was the best player in baseball for three years. But he didn't have longevity. Right. So you need dominance. You need longevity. And then you need postseason excellence. Those three things, I mean, what do you want to – if you're going to draft someone, I mean, the, the ultimate in being the greatest is you just can't be beaten. You are dominant. And then you have longevity. You want to do it. If you're drafting this guy, you want to get 20 years out of them. Right. And then the last one is at the end of the day, you need postseason excellence. And that's where I think Maddox gets a knock. And it's also where Walter Johnson, it's, it's, it's a scratch on him. Cause I think he only played in like two postseasons and he went 500. So he didn't yeah, really have a different era, different ball player, different, I mean, it's just different era. So it's hard to compare that, but yeah, I, yeah, well, Walter Johnson, he was a beast because what's the ultimate in dominance is strikeouts. Randy Johnson, Randy and Walter were the two guys that just owned the world in strikeouts. But Randy was, he, Randy was a cut above. He had, Randy led the league in, well, I mean, what's dominance? Dominance is you can't hit the ball. You look at Shaq, it's what's dominance? You just can't guard him. I think Randy Johnson was the most dominant pitcher of all time. Six foot ten, yeah, and he regularly threw around a hundred miles an hour up to his early forties. So, and in terms of strikeouts, the guy was unrushed. He he led the league in strikeouts, I think, twelve times to Walter Johnson's thirteen. So, in that, they're kind of even. They both led the league in strikeouts twelve to thirteen times. What I didn't like about Walter Johnson is he didn't win a lot of games. I think if I have to knock Walter for his dominant years, which is about like 10 years, he went, this, this is what I didn't like about him. He led the league in innings, innings pitched four years in a row. So he was a huge, you know, he was a workhorse, which you like, but I think that takes away from dominance because he also gave up the most hits two years of those seasons. So yeah, he pitched a lot, but he wasn't that dominant. He gave up, he led the league in, in, in hits those two years. And also, just his win percentage wasn't that strong. His win percentage in his dominant years, he went 25 and 20, 23 and 16, 23 and 13, 20 and 14. And his overall career win percentage was 599. So that hit me on it. Because ERA and strikeout numbers were monstrous. Now you go to Randy. Randy's career win loss, it was better. Oh, his career Randy, win loss. Stealth. Yeah, Stealth. Randy's yeah, Randy had a higher career. Randy's career win loss rate was six forty six, was fifty points higher, which is huge. And now here's here's what this is my main thing with Randy being the, the greatest. The ultimate stat of dominance is the strikeout. Randy Johnson not only led the league in strikeouts twelve times, which is just insane. He has the highest strikeouts per nine inning in the history of major league baseball in major league history. 
no one has a higher strikeout per nine rate. So what does that say? If you, yeah, the one pitcher that if you faced him, you had the highest chance of striking out in the history of baseball, it was Randy Johnson. That that tells me he was the most dominant pitcher of all time. And now longevity. This is where I hit Randy. You know, he took a while to get going, whereas Walter Johnson was a beast for his first 15 years, then he petered off. Randy had about 15 good years, too. He didn't do a lot when he was younger. He really hit his stride in, like, the, you know, end of Seattle, but then Arizona. But his longevity is just insane. If you drafted Randy Johnson today, he would come into the league at age 24. Now, let me tell you what he would do in his age 35, 36, 37, and 38 year. This is longevity. In his age 35 season, led the league in strikeouts. Age 36, led the league in strikeouts. Age 37, led the league in strikeouts. Age 38, led the league in strikeouts. And and his win percentage was insane those years, too. He went 21 and 6. 24 and 5, 19 and 7. And like you were saying about Maddox, this was an offense era. This guy right. was pure dominance. He could not be right. hit. All right. Um, have you made your arguments? Hold on. I got, oh, sorry. No, I got, no, I got a, a few more points to make. Two more points to make. This is sort of like uh, more of an artistic approach. But just, and Zav, you mentioned this intimidation sheer intimidation i don't think in the history of baseball there's ever been a pitcher people just hated to face this stat i love from his early days when he was i think 24 or something there was a a year he led the league in walks he led the league in strikeouts and he led the league in hits batsmen (laughs) 92 dude if there's anyone you don't want to face (laughs) <laughs> the guy that leads the league in walks, strikeouts, and hit batters. This guy was a terror. Six foot ten. There will never be anyone else like him. This guy was six ten. And just that long, lanky guy. I think the best pitchers are that. You know, like the Chris Sales, the Randy Johnsons, just these tall, lanky guys. And you, you guys mentioned Greg Maddox, that fastball, the greatest pitch of all time. He's too senior. Yeah, yeah, Mariano Rivera's Moe's Cutter. Randy Slider, with that fastball slider combo. On the I mean, it's, he made, and again, to like, you know, like they say about Michael Jordan, a whole generation of Hall of Famers never got a ring because of Michael. The thing with Randy, his pitches, those, that, he, he was throwing 99 to 100, even up till age 40. Now that's insane. Even if you bring Walter Johnson to the modern era, and it's hard to compare, but I don't think he was throwing 100 for that long, that dominantly, that consistently. And he made, if you look on YouTube, there's a picture of Randy striking out Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs, he looked like Stanton striking out in that at-bat. It was unbelievable seeing one of the greatest of all time, and that's the effect Randy had. Randy was just dominant. And he was just feeling, he was ugly, he was mean, he was nasty, he didn't smile. He was just a fearsome guy with the most dominant pitch in baseball. And he dominated for a long time. And he has the best strikeout ratio in the history of baseball with a win percentage of 650. Last one, postseason excellence. This is a knock on him. He struggled in Seattle. But 
here's where he really shone. That World Series against the Yankees. He won. Yeah. He won it. He went 3-0 and in that World Series with a one. They won four games. He won three of them. He had a one ERA. And that essentially, I hate to say it, but that ended the Yankee dynasty. And they still had juice left. And they still had juice left. Because remember, they they made it in 03 again to to the Marlins. And that was in 01. So it's not like the dynasty was running out of steam. They had more steam. They had more years than that. And Randy, Randy faced the greatest dynasty in their prime in the modern era's history, and he ended it. Now, if that's not postseason excellence, that's the highest level of competition that you're going to get. And he absolutely dominated it. So all those things considered, postseason, hey, but it was a knock. He struggled early. I mean, dominance, longevity, postseason, I have to give it to Randy and intimidation. So there's my guy, the big unit. All right, you, you want me to shut down your argument, T.D.? Go for it. So your first one was the whole idea of the whole point of a pitcher is to strike a guy out, right? Strikeouts with Randy Johnson is his biggest asset. You said that, correct? I said dominance Dominance. is the most important thing. And I said strikeouts are the main, like, metric of dominance. Okay, perfect. Randy Johnson led the league nine times. Walter I John- think 12. That, no, he Wal- led it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He led it nine times. Walter Johnson, a record 12 times. Now. Okay, so we, okay, Bob, all right, I'll give you that. Okay, so wow, when, when you're dealing with nine and 12, it's, that's pretty equal. They're both in the stratosphere. But, Bob, career strikeouts. Tell me how many Walter had. Okay, let me explain. You, I got to finish my argument. Walter. Randy had four. Randy had about 2,000 more strikeouts in his career. Now, that's longevity that Walter didn't have. Let me explain. When Walter Johnson played, it was a more contact league. Players did not want to strike out. You look at baseball today, people are striking out at record levels. Walter Johnson was the only player in the 3,000 strikeout club. So he, when he was dominating, he was the only member of the 3,000 strikeout club from 1923 to 1974. So you had about 50 years of baseball history go by when nobody touched Walter Johnson in terms of strikeouts. Then you had the modern era. So he was the all-time, he held the strikeout record for 56 years, from 1927 to 1983, when three players passed him. So this modern era, yes, they have more strikeouts because it's a different era. But his era and early baseball history, he dominated in terms of strikeouts like nobody in today's era. I mean, you just can't look at that. From 1923, 1927, 1983, he was the all-time leader. No one was in that 3,000 strikeout club. He was the only one up until 1974. So when you compare eras, he dominates in strikeout. I mean, you, you just cannot argue that. All right, I'll give you that. Kind of like Ruth with home runs. Exactly, exactly. Right. You, you, the second thing, I'll agree the win totals, but what I like about Walter Johnson from 1908, no, yeah. he, he stayed yeah, with the same – Team, the Washington. So even when they were terrible, 
he was still racking up the wins. Randy Johnson jumped from good team to good team. He was with the Mariners when they, and remember those Mariners teams in the 90s, he was playing with arguably the, one of the greatest lineups in baseball behind him. That era ended, he went to Houston. And also when you go to a new team, it's a jump. It gives you adrenaline. We've seen that with, you know, oh, Verlander. Stop. Stop. He had a year and he, he had half a season in Houston in 98. Yeah. He went 10 and 1. Yeah. He went 10 and 1. Exactly. With a 1.2 ERA. And a 909 win percentage exactly. at age 34. My point is, but then he jumped to an remember that then he jumped to the Diamondbacks, were another team that was just spending. So he was jumping from good situation to good situation. Walter Johnson stayed. Yeah, but stop. All right, I'll give I'll give you that. But Randy was also winning ERA crowns those years. He won three ERA crowns in Arizona. So that's, I mean, you don't need a good team for ERA. That's like Jake DeGrom. That's, the ERA is a stat that sort of doesn't matter how good your offense is. I, but yeah, here's, but what, we, I don't, here's what I don't like about Walter. He gave up the most hits a lot of years. So that leads me to tell me he wasn't that dominant. He was giving up hits. I think he was an innings eater. I just think he was a workhorse, which is a huge positive. But I don't think – I don't – I mean – that that's a worrisome stat to me that he gave up so many hits. Yeah, but you said it and right. In an era when pitchers pitched all day, he led the league in innings pitched five times. So he was that's that was a knock. Yeah, because because when you pitch that much, you're going to tire out more. It, Randy Johnson pitched in an era when after six innings, seven innings, you go to the bullpen. You're not going to give up that extra, you know, those those couple like your couple innings when you're tired. So that's all right. I, so here's my thing. I'll get that. I can't argue that point about him being so much higher than second place from strikeouts. That is, that is a huge thing. But here's the thing where it's hard to really argue this because it's different years. Do you think if they cloned Walter Johnson and put him in, in Randy's era, I think Randy would have been the better pitcher. I don't. That's my thing. Well, here's my, I know it's hard to do, but it's hard to imagine that Walter Johnson could be throwing 101 miles an hour and 98 miles an hour for 20 straight years. Randy was 6'10". And, you know, these stats are so unbelievable. I think he started using roids when he went to Arizona. But that's, that's another thing because they're just too unbelievable. Well, he, Only him and Barry Bonds just – but it, that, that, I'm not going to factor that in. Only him and Barry were so good in their late 30s. Yeah, but no – I could. I think you can make an argument. Clemens is better than Johnson. You look at the stats. Clemens has won the led the league in wins more times, led the league in ERA more times. Seven Cy Youngs compared to Randy Johnson's. How many did he win? Three or five? Randy Johnson. Five. He won five. Roger was roiding. You you got to take him out. But I okay. That's fine. I agree. That's why I don't. You know, Clemens to me, you take him out. My point is, was he better than Pedro? Was he at the, uh, We watched his career, and at the time, people said, you know, especially his his prime, Randy Johnson, was those late 90s, early 2000s. Late 90s, it was considered in the world, Pedro was the best pitcher in baseball. His 99 seasons, arguably the greatest in history. So he wasn't, he wasn't, Randy Johnson was not universally, even in his era, known as the greatest. Yeah, but that's, I mean, says, you know, says who? 
I, I, I don't think that. Then why, why do you win four Cy Youngs in a row from 99 to 2002? No, I agree. He was unbelievably dominant. But again, the seven and nine in the postseason. No, no, that that's a knock on him. He was wild for his first like eight, nine years. But that and, and Johnson but was more consistent. Is, Johnson was. Years, Sorry. I'll take those years because he, he, if you draft this guy, I'll take those 20 years. I'll take those years. I'll take those, those first six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's better. Than, Walter Johnson was serviceable for about 13 years. Randy was serviceable for about 20. So he, Randy owns the longevity argument. I disagree. Walter so Johnson he has, played. So he has 2,000 more. And, and he doubled his strikeouts per nine. Walter Johnson struck out five. He struck out 10 per nine career. I know your argument that no one struck out back then. That I got to give that he was more dominant in strikeouts. And but I, I, think, I think Randy is more unhittable than Walter Johnson by double the rate. He's got 2,000 more Ks and double the strikeouts per nine. My point is, and Walter Johnson, this was back in the 20s when – you know, there's no medicine. You look at, look at players today. They, he played 20 years back then, which was very impressive. And he was good for those years. And I, my argument is him. he did yeah, They played in bigger ballparks. They didn't play against black players. They didn't play against Hispanic players. Yeah, that's against him. Yeah. You know, you know, you know that back then, you know, you were able to spit tobacco juice on the ball. You know, you're able to do a lot of stuff to the ball. Can't do nowadays. Here's, here's my you know, point. Though. Here's my point, though, with, with Walter Johnson. He was just, like I mentioned, he was so established as the greatest. Like I said, only play when he, the way he dominated his era was he really just dominated. The original, he was, you know, you look at war, whatever you want to say about war, number one is Babe Ruth, number two is Walter Johnson, Barry Bonds, Willie Mays, Ty Cobb, Hank Aaron. These are the greatest, and Walter Johnson's number two. He dominated that early history, and Randy Johnson, in my, he's just he. I no question about it. Intimidation, filth, just absolutely nasty domination. Early two thousands, those years with the Diamondbacks. But when you're the greatest ever, your entire career, and I just think Walter Johnson owns that first part of early baseball history, whereas Randy Johnson doesn't really own any years, really. He, I mean, he okay, dom- okay, yeah. okay, Bob. So to your argument about um, Walter just dominating, to me, they're even on that. So Walter Johnson, when you were saying that, I thought he led the league in ERA like 10 times. Walter led the league in ERA five times. Randy led it four times. So to me, they're kind of even on those things. If Walter was as dominant as you say he is, he would have more ERA crowns. But he was. He won. He led the league in wins six times, ERA five times, innings pitch five times, strikeouts twelve yeah, times. Yeah, but tough. Randy matches him on all of those. Oh, it, Randy led the league in wins once, once, well, only once. But he, in win loss percentage, he led it four times. In ERA, he led it four times. Strikeouts, he led nine innings pitched. He led, yeah, he, so but I, I think don't... they're pretty compatible in terms of those things. They're they're great years at the absolute top. We're pretty even. I'll give you that. Walter has more ERA crowns, just one. He has more strikeout seasons. I think three. 
I will give you that. And maybe at the, I'll give you all that. <coughs> but Randy is right there. Randy is right I there. I will give you that. Randy 100%. Let he let it in ERA yeah, 3, Walter 4. So you saying these things about Walter just being so, so, so dominant, he wasn't winning. He, he, he was as dominant in terms of ERA crowns and strikeout crowns as Randy. Maybe a little more, though. He was, a, I think his peak was maybe a, a little bit higher than Randy, his terms, his peak domination. But what Randy did is he did it for way longer. They're, they each had about six unarguable, dominant, incredible seasons. And maybe Walters were a little bit more incredible by comparison. But what Randy has in between is about eight, nine, ten years of like A minus of, of A minus dominance. You know? Randy, like you look. Randy played for. Let me see how many years. Randy, Randy played, played twenty-two years. Walter Johnson played twenty years. And again, in my opinion, twenty years back in the twenties is more impressive than twenty-two in the two thousands. All right. Well, I, you kind of took. You mentioned that people didn't strike out as much back then. You get, so they basically you're also basically a different, different caliber of athlete back then, though. Yeah, you're 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 facing a different athlete. But also, like, okay, they both played 24 years, uh, 20 whatever years. That's even, that's even kill, too. I'll, I'll see that to you the way I took the other ones to you. Okay, Randy played a couple more seasons, but to me, that's the same. Walter plays 20, Randy 22. But they each had 10 great years, but Walter's 10 not great years were a cut below Randy's 10 not great years. And that's just proven in the fact that Randy had 2,000 more career strikeouts, twice as many strikeouts per nine. So where I, where it's the longevity argument, which to me tips Randy over the top. Maybe for short term, for dominance, and you're, listen, I have to give 